You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Another start of the week. Oh, be a bit more enthusiastic, please. What are you talking about? It's another start to the week, guys. We are up and about. That's, the weather is beautiful. That's exactly what I just said, isn't yeah. it? No, somewhat. Yeah, that's what I tried to get out, but I'm still trying to recover after spilling some water on me. Yeah, Bianco's been in this studio for 2.2 seconds, and already we've had an explosion. But it's okay, it's only water. And it wasn't anywhere in the studio, so anybody listening that's on the board, we're all okay. We're all okay. We're underway on a Monday. Let's get into our brekkie banger. It's Carl and Catherine with you, waking you up, getting your week started here on 88.3 Southern FM. Five minutes past seven. Good morning. Morning. One thing we love to do to kickstart our Mondays is catch up on what we did on the weekend. Kapow. That we do, Bianco. How was yours? Mine was good. What did I get up to? On Friday afternoon slash night, caught up with a couple of friends, which was nice. Hadn't seen them. We'd worked out in, I think, eight months. Right. In person. That's a IRL. very long time. I know. So as you can imagine, there was a lot to catch up on. So it was yeah. great. Great weather on Friday too. It wasn't too bad. I think it was because we were just like chilling. You know what I mean? That's like, it. Because we had a best of show we last did. Friday. And then they were just like, you know what? They're not live in the studio. Let's treat them. Yeah. They stopped listening, but they're back today. That's the main thing. Exactly. That's all that matters. And then Saturday, what did I get to, up to? I worked all day Saturday. Had a cruisy Saturday night. Sunday was also pretty cruisy. I had a work meeting last night. I don't know why people keep doing that. Seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Why? Why? I don't know. But anyway, so that's what I got up to on my weekend. Well, that's fun. So it kicked off really excitedly and then kind of just simmered down from there. You didn't see anything weird because of Friday the 13th? I didn't actually. Did you? Well... I'm honestly convinced that something crazy was going on in the city on the weekend. Really? Yeah, because I work at the city and so on my way in, Saturday morning, all of a sudden I look around me and I thought I was at a concert by this band. So I was just, you know, casually walking around the city. I look left, I look right and I see people that look gothic everywhere. I have no idea whether there was a goth conference. They're all migrating, all migrating together in the city somewhere in a massive goth together. I don't know. But Bianca, was that the moment though that, like in the movies, you look at yourself in the mirror and then you've got the smoky eye look going on? Pretty much, but it threw me because I was like, "What is going on here?" Literally, left, right, I looked, and there was somebody that had black makeup under their eyes, eyeliner. It's a kiss convention. It may have been. I, I don't know. People with piercings here, there, and everywhere. The massive black boots. You like, sound about 85 at the moment. But this is what people looked like. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. I thought, surely there's a goth con- conference somewhere. So, if that doesn't exist, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, aside from that, what else did you get up to? Not too much, really. Works. Enjoyed a pizza from one of the local pizza places oh, nice. on Saturday night. I kind of got ditched on Saturday night. You got ditched? Yeah. What? It was my parents' wedding anniversary. Oh, and you no, weren't invited good. to dinner? No, no, they have their dinner. That's, That's all right. Cute. I was happy with that. Yeah. And, you know, my sister just sort of crashed, so I was by myself, and I found myself crashing at like 9 o'clock on a Saturday, so that was Rowdy. fun. Rowdy. Had a real rowdy weekend. No, I didn't get up to too much. 
The weather was fairly nice, though. Yeah. So hot last night, though. Oh. Did anyone else struggle? Massively. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a struggle and a half. But anyway, that's the week that's been. Obviously, we'd love to hear as I punch the equipment. 0404 736. What did you get up to, Bayside? Let us know. Because, yep. hey, we've, we've just reflected on the past, but we're all about the future now. You're punching the equipment? What? That's a first on a Monday. Apparently, I'm exceptionally um, aggressive this week. Exceptionally? Exceptionally. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Great start by you. Kapow. Bianco. We just sort of wrapped up our weekend. We did. One of the things that I didn't mention for a reason is something that I did encounter across the weekend a fair bit. Yep. Look, it was never going to be easy. Heading back into the city after what we've gone through. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, very hesitant, you know, still a bit cautious. Even though we've done such a brilliant job the last however many months and particularly the last couple of weeks. Yeah. However... (laughs) I experienced something I didn't think I would actually see. Not more goths. See firsthand. No, 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 no. In case you've just missed our weekend wrap. It was a very gothic weekend. I don't know why. don't know if it was a delayed effect from Friday, Friday the 13th. Maybe they just decided to all come out on the Saturday. I don't know. However, <laughs> yesterday, yeah, I'm away home. <laughs> of course, we still have to wear masks. Yep. And that's fair enough as well. Great advice. But I saw something in front of me that I probably wasn't prepared to see. Okay. Maybe there was a couple in front of me. And maybe they were no showing a bit too much public affection on public transport. With masks on. With masks on. <laughs> With masks on. Now, look. I'm all for couples being lovey-dovey. That's their thing. Fair enough. And if you want to show public affection to your significant other, that is fine. (laughs) But I'm talking, like, I'm not just talking a hug or anything like that. I'm... (laughs) This guy, he was, like, all over his girlfriend. With the face mask on. With the face mask on. And then they did the funniest thing. Just when I thought it couldn't get any better, they decided to kiss with masks on. And it was at that point Bianco spilled his popcorn everywhere because he sat there with his front row seat just watching them. I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, I've seen these things before on trains and on all forms of public transport. You see people showing affection for each other and that's fine. I'm all for affection. I'm all for loving one another. That is great, especially when you're in a relationship and you want to, you know, go over the top and publicly display it. That's fine. It happens a lot. Yeah. Go ahead. I just think it's interesting because coming from the experience of having to wear a mask eight hours a day, your face gets so hot under those things. So the fact that they, those two must really love each other. The fact that they're going to double that heat on the face with a double mask action. Amazing. It was pretty incredible. Did they have little lips on their masks though? No. Because that would have been amazing. No, no. They were just wearing, like, the cheapest masks possible. Gosh, that just... Yeah. Well, it just shows that with all of this, romance isn't dead. So good for them. No, no. I'm really glad the romance isn't dead. But I feel like maybe hold off on the public affection. I would have loved to have known, and this is where you've missed out, Bianco, on knowing whether they actually were in lockdown together. Because otherwise, that would probably indicate they would be over each other. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, maybe that's why they were so close to each other. Because they hadn't had to spend yeah, the last every few second of every day together. Yeah. But you could still see your significant other. You could, but you know what I mean? Like, it was not like. It, there's a difference oh. between being able to go from one place to another. I know exactly what you mean. They couldn't show their public affection anywhere. That's why they're just making the most of it. Do you know what I took out of it, though, Kapow? What's that? The one thing I took out of it was at least they were wearing protection. So a couple of weeks ago, Bianco, we brought forth a new segment here on Monday Breakfast. Is it What the Actual? What the Actual. Great. And we talked about the lady who's had to install Carl, Carl, not you. Wow. <laughs> Carl. I wonder how that went. Did the Carl do a good job? <laughs> the jury's still out on that. Um, car holders for the phones because their sons were using their phones in the shower. They would drop their phones. They would smash. Sure. This week is coming from an experience that I myself walked into yesterday. Ooh. So I was going for a bit of a walk. I was walking back from somewhere and I was on my phone and I've walked around a corner. So I've gone down a street Yeah. and I suddenly hear what I can only describe as guitar strings. Guitar strings. And I was like, what is going on here? And so anyway, I finished my curve and I'm yep. walking down the street and it's sort of one of those alleys, you know, that cut through streets. And I walk around and I centre myself and straighten myself up, walk down, and then I saw it. <laughs> it was like the family Von Trapps had come Except to... Except this family is the Von Crapps. Hey, you don't say that. <laughs> they were in this street sitting on like fold-out chairs yep. in a circle with the mother slash grandma unsure on an acoustic guitar, and they were having a family sing-along. They were having a family sing-along. A family sing-along. And so I've walked past, and obviously I'm doing the right thing wearing a mask, because normally in that situation you would just sort of like smile at them and be like, yep, cool, on your way. But the thing was, Bianco, as I was walking past, they didn't just look at me and then go back to what they were doing. They all locked eyes with me and continued to sing as I was walking past. Right. And it was quite awkward. And yeah. obviously under my mask, I'm saying, what the actual? Like, what's going on here? Oh, this is a real what the actual kind of moment. It is. And so in the end, I kind of was like, oh, hi, hey, how are you going, guys, or whatever. And they kept singing. And then as they just walked off, there they were. So I don't know whether they were a part of a choir. I don't know whether that was the sort of idea they wanted to go down. Let's just rebuild the Von Trapp family singers. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And you sent me a little bit of audio from them, I did. you know, singing Kumbaya. Who can take a sunrise? Oh, they're good. Cover it with chocolate and a miracle to uh, the candy man. Yeah. Who the candy man can. Yeah, that's exactly what I heard. Um, you sure? Like, I mean, a little bit pitchier than that, I really? would say. Oh, okay, so it was more like this then. Doe, a deer, a female deer. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Me, a name I call myself. Far, a long, long way to run. <laughs> so, a needle pulling thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah we that get was the picture. It. Do you know what, though? I'm actually really disappointed. Because while you had that encounter with a, you know, Von Trappish kind of family. Oh, it wasn't ish. It was Von Trapp. It was. I'm actually really disappointed. Me, well, you go, sorry. Can I ask a question? Go on. What day was this? Yesterday. Oh, damn. So it wasn't Saturday? No. Because I was going to say, imagine if you had walked around the corner and you'd face this. 
It was networking. <laughs> oh, wrong fighter! <laughs> Imagine if you walk around the corner and you face this. Like, ah! Imagine a family getting together to sing this. Yeah. On an acoustic guitar, of course, that's reasonable. Yeah, that would have sounded really good on the acoustic. But yeah, I was um, hashtag Von Trapped, you guys. It's very awkward. But I really hope that that's a regular thing. I might join their family. Well, I've always wanted to be a bit more musical. Can you imagine, though? ACDC, they're topical at the moment. You know the song Thunderstruck? Yes, I do. Imagine you get to the chorus and it's been, You've been Von Trapped! Just, you know. Ooh, unsure about that joke. Changes the whole definition of the song, doesn't it? It does. But yeah, I just think that's an amazing thing. And I want to know if there's more families out there that do that. I'm sure there's a lot out there. Because I genuinely was like, can I get adopted into this? Like, this is like a dream come true. Well, we know what you're doing next weekend. And I apologize to that family in advance that (laughs) Catherine's going to join because, yeah, she's a bit tone deaf when it comes to the singing. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3. And we encourage feedback at any time throughout the show. 100%. Text us in 0404000736, or if you really want to get a little exotic, you can find our number, 90886466, and our trusty producer, Producer Jack, will take your call. He will. Particularly loves taking calls on a Monday morning, so I suggest if you are listening, you are a listener and you've listened for a long time, call that number. Call it. 90886466, because Jack particularly loves listening to your phone calls. He is so dear on the phone. And let's just say he may have just taken a phone call. He did. And unfortunately, we didn't get the listener's name, but we so appreciate her calling in. Yeah. Um, choir teacher. Choir teacher. Which I'm kind of upset about because Jack, like, could have been an opportunity for me. That was like my Australian Idol moment and he's just, nah. We aim to please the listener. We do. That's the aim of the game. That's what we try to achieve on a Monday. And it appears we've done that. We've triggered somebody who's a choir teacher and probably wanted to raise the point that, you know, they put up with it on the daily. And good on them. Yeah. Because somebody has to. It's amazing. Let's put it that way. And yeah, if you ever want to coach the um, 88.3 choir, please let us know. <laughs> Imagine how iconic that would be. Yeah, just don't invite any of us to it. Hey, I could be the Beyonce of that choir. Keep dreaming. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> I was a little worried last week. Why? Because I got home on Monday this time last week at the end of the show and my dog was nowhere to be spotted. Oh, no. Fifi? There, there was no Fifi. And I said to mum, mum, where's Fifi? Fifi <laughs> had gone for a haircut. Oh, good on Fifi. But it triggered me and it made me realise something. What's I've that? had Fifi for 10 years now. Yeah. Before that, I'd never had a pet other than like rabbits and, you know, bugs. You had a rabbit too? Yeah, of course what I did. What was its name? Coco. Oh, I had um, Daisy. Oh, yeah, Daisy. Daisy. I had Coco and I had Minty. Minty. And before that, there was Remy, but because Remy was a boy, we, you know, for obvious reasons. Are you reasons. serious? You've got, had a pet. Remy is my favorite name of all names. My sister loved the name Remy. Me too. Yeah. Everyone's like, don't call your kid Remy, but I want to. Well, okay. I've just worked out who actually called us too, yeah. by the way. <laughs> That's a side note. <laughs> Remy, we had to give back very early in the scene because my sister, well, we all realized that Remy was a boy, and my sister was Devo. Wait, hang on a second. You've returned a beloved family pet because of their well, gender. because we didn't want multiple Remy's and Coco's. Oh, you had them at the same time. We had them at the same time, sharing the same space. And after a few months, Remy and Coco decided to get a bit cute and cuddly. 
So <laughs> that could have been a really good business venture for you guys, Bianco's Bunnies. No. No, it was never going to happen. It was bad enough that we had to, you know, clean up after them. That was that was tough at the best of times. Anyway, so where we got Remy from Yep. and Coco from, <laughs> my sister and my mother made the difficult decision to return Remy and say, look, we wanted two females. I think we got a male and a female. Would you mind, you know, would you be so kind to deliver what we asked for and give us another female rabbit? Anyway, we ended up with Minty. Minty. We went from Remy to Minty. Yep. But Minty was a very vicious little <laughs> midget rabbit. Yep. She, I'm sorry, but she actually was. The little, little cute Minty. Vicious Minty. Vicious Minty. Actually, Daisy had a bit of a streak like that too. She was lovely to me, but she had a bit of a habit of um just really attacking my brother. Oh, really? Biting. Bite. Ooh, that's what Minty would do too. Yeah. But it stressed Coco out. Coco had these boggle eyes. I'm talking. That's a mean thing to say. No, no, no. But she did. I loved Coco. Coco actually, it was, she had a sad demise. Coco. We're pretty sure. We were pretty sure she got mixo and just she died on Australia Day. I was. I said to mum and dad. I said. Guys, I'm just going to go out and check on Coco. Yeah. Something prompted me to go check on Coco. And as I went out there, she died in my arms. Oh, my gosh. That's so tricky. That's I why. Know. See, that's bizarre because Daisy, she passed away on Christmas Eve. That was a great Christmas. What? Then on the monumental day. Why did they choose significant days? I don't know what prompted me. but anyway, I would... Back to Fifi. We're done with bunny chat. Okay. I want to talk about Coco, Minty, and Remy, and the rest of them. Daisy. <laughs> Black-eyed Zeddy from primary school. What? We had we had a pet rabbit. <laughs> you were very busy in childhood, apparently. Do you know what? There was a time at schools where they allowed pets. What? Teachers had pets. Maybe it was private schools. That's a private school it thing. It might have been a private school thing, but... No, actually, that's incorrect. We had silkworms. Silkworms. Wow. Well, it wasn't Black-eyed Zeddy, the pet rabbit that we had. No, we had silkworms, and then they would turn into like the butterfly component. Well, see, the thing that prompted us to, to get Coco and Minty and Remy was the fact that we had Black-eyed Zeddy. Because what happened... Black-eyed what? Black-eyed Zeddy. Zeddy. That was the name of the rabbit. Black-eyed Zeddy used to have a, a turn every week at somebody's house. Oh, that rabbit hated its life. So I... I had black-eyed Zeddy at my place. And, and the thing is, the last family to have black-eyed Zeddy would have to deliver it to the next family. Oh, gosh. Imagine the pressure on the parents. Like, what happens if you killed black-eyed Zeddy? Well, eventually black-eyed Zeddy became black-eyed nothing. But I don't, I can't remember when that was. I think, you know. When we had axolotls. But yeah. What? <laughs> We're going to take a break because we've gone... Oh, wh- my God. Going from me talking about Fifi to... I feel ripped off. I'm going to re-enroll in primary school so I can have this experience. Well, I've also just had a message from the person that called. Yes. And they've said, our school... (laughs) Our school has a turtle. A turtle? A turtle. Could you guess what the name is? No. Squirtle. Look, I went a little bit off topic before. What I was trying to get to, Kapow, when I was talking to you, I actually wanted to talk about Fifi went for a haircut. And when she went for a haircut, I felt a bit lost. And I've just come to the conclusion now that I don't think that I could ever live without having a dog in my life from now on. Oh, yeah. That was the point I was trying to make. But then I went off topic because I decided to talk about the pets that I've had, the pets that my teachers have had. And yeah. 
Yeah, that was um, it was lengthy. I appreciate animal chat more than anyone, but yes, really? I've, I've learned that's, a lot about you. That's not what you were saying off air. <laughs> so we know where your priorities lie on a Monday, and it's not talking about animals. Well, um, my dad's just messaged in saying rabbiting around about pets on radio, classic. Yeah. So you've upset Larry too. We like to put a hop in everybody's step. Did it make any sense? <laughs> Probably not. Minty's just turning around at the moment. Anyway. Hey, how dare you? Don't speak of Minty like that. I may not have liked Minty, okay, but that, is, that does not give you a right to hang it on her. I'm not hanging it on Minty. You did. <laughs> I'm just saying Minty would be disappointed in you. How dare you? What? Now, no. <laughs> You don't have the right to say that Minty would be disappointed in me because I was always disappointed in Minty. Yeah, exactly. Tables have turned after all these years. Anyway, is that a wrap on Pet Chat now? Didn't take much. Yeah, that's enough. Here's Guy Sebastian. This is Love on Display. Love on Display, Guy Sebastian, Carl and Catherine with with you for your Monday morning. For anyone um, who's just missed out on the amazing Pet Chat we had, Jack and I were just subjected to another two minutes about Mindy. Well, there used to be a pet segment on this Monday breakfast show five years ago. Yeah, and it's gone for a reason. But anyway, I feel really bad about this segue. That is offensive. It's not intentional. I didn't know we were going to be talking about pets, but I'm going to be talking about chicken nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't intentional. Our producer okayed it. It's not a segue I want to do. However, that's where we are. I've well and truly killed your segment. Anyway. Have hopes, have dreams, have a pet and eat chicken nuggets. And while you eat those nuggets, don't think about how they were created, but there's every chance it might have been created from anyway. Yeah, but if you're going to eat those chicken nuggets, make sure you don't tell the babysitter that you're vegetarian, which is the story I'm bringing to you, Bianco. Maybe they were vegan nuggets. No, well, the problem is, so a lady over in the UK is suing her babysitter for rewarding her children with a certain fast food kids meal, which tends to make people happy, if you know what I mean, who, yeah, she gave them a chicken nugget meal and then later found out that they were vegan. And what's happened is this lady has come back and the babysitter's like, yep, kids have been fed, they've had some nuggets, I'm going home now. And she'd been working with them for some time. And it was at that point, Bianco, the mother says, I'm sorry, what? What did you feed my children? And this babysitter has turned back and said, chicken nuggets. And the mother has then turned around and said, but my kids are vegetarian. <laughs> and the babysitter said, at what point have you ever said to me that they are vegetarian? So anyway, the babysitter's gone home. And then a couple of hours later, Bianco, she received a text message from this mother who demanded for each child, so there were two or three children, that this babysitter paid £200 per child for emotional support funds because they ate animal. Are you serious? Now, this story has dragged on so much that the babysitter said, well, I didn't know you were vegetarian and the mum's vegan. Um, You know, maybe you should have told me that. Otherwise, you know, if I knew, I wouldn't have obviously fed your kids chicken. And the mother has turned around and has since taken her to court over it, saying that you should never assume that people eat meat. And now they're going through the full legal system to try and get to the bottom of it. So it's actually gone to the courts? It's gone to the courts. And has it escalated? Well, it's only just kicking off now. Right. But yeah, it's it's an interesting discussion, that's for sure. Because obviously, 
it would be bad if she knew that they were vegetarian, you See, know? I don't know about you, but in this country in particular, we're not ever really put off by meat. We seem to just have an obsession with it. A lot of people do. And I don't know about you, but I remember a particular meat company. They came out and they advertised set meat by playing a little song that went like this. We love to boogie. Okay, it might have been a slightly different to that. Boogie and eat meat on a Saturday night or something like that. Yeah. I just thought I'd highlight that. <laughs> Meat's okay. If you don't like meat, that's fair enough. There's yeah, look, I that. mean, I think it just highlights the fact that you should absolutely get to the bottom, particularly if you're going to be babysitting someone's kids. You need to know what the dietary requirements are. And if they're not vocalized, maybe that's your fault, you know, if you're not bringing it up. Well, it certainly is your fault, but you would expect as well the parents say to you, look... We don't eat meat, so don't give them meat. Yeah. But yeah, 200 pounds each for emotional support damages. That's brutal. That is very brutal, and I wouldn't encourage it because who wants a lawsuit? No not, one. Not good. Not even Minty. Not over some chicken nuggets. No. Come on. We're better than that, aren't we? I would have thought. It's time for something at eight minutes past eight. It's called Monday Motivate. Yeah, we're not stopping here, guys. No, we're we getting never stop. going. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> yes, it's that time of the show, Bang On 808, where we're going to motivate and inspire you guys to just go forth this week and that's achieve everything that's on that list of yours. Pretty much. Now, this week I have decided to take inspiration from um, the band that I saw perform live on the Nature Strip yesterday. Oh, really? And I've decided to pick... The Von... The Vons. The Vons. I've decided to pick the unofficial queen of the entire world, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, who I just would like to just manifest that she's my third grandmother. I've been in the same room as her once and I nearly died. Have you? When was that? Um, A couple of years ago in Sydney at the Opera House of all places. Really? I was in the same room as the Olsen twins once. Yeah, not the same thing. And I also have seen Will Ferrell in the flesh before. All right, well, it's not Julie Andrews. It's very motivational, though. Anyway, so that's who I've decided to go for. Let's stop flexing about how famous people I hang out with. But anyway... Did you know I saw Ricky Martin as a kid at the zoo? Yep, cool. Not only that... Hey, hey, hey! What? We're meant to be motivating Bayside. This isn't a time to flex. I am motivating them because they're going to go and stalk all the celebrities that they've always wanted to now. Ah, Anyway, (laughs) so I've decided to go Julie Andrews this week. Okay, hit me, Andrews. Okay, interesting way to put it. Are we right to go? Yeah, Andrews begins with, Feed the body food and drink and it will survive today. Feed the soul art and music, it will live forever. So then why isn't he... No. To live a creative life, we must lose our fear of being wrong. Perseverance is failing 19 times and succeeding the 20th. If you're not willing to risk the usual, you'll have to... You'll have to? have, Have to? Have to settle for the ordinary. Sometimes opportunities float right past your nose. Work hard, apply yourself, and be ready. When an opportunity comes, it c- you can grab it. There's a typo there, Andrews. <laughs> come on. Like, I get she's the queen of Genovia, but come on. If you do what you always did, you'll get what you always got. I'd like to be an original, to be myself, and not a pale copy of anyone else. Good things come to people who wait, but better things come to those who go out and get them. I like it. All right, one more. Julie finishes with the most iconic quote to ever exist. A queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. 
I've got a great one to finish on. Try not to become a person of success, but rather try to become a person of value. That is brought to you by one of the smartest people that ever lived on this earth. Can you guess who it was? Jack. Jeez, that's a big statement. No, it was actually Albert Einstein. Nice. Einstein, really well known for his quotes too. Yeah. Good on him. (laughs) That's Monday Motivate. And if you have a motivational quote or thing that you've read that you'd love to share with us, we're always open to new ones. 0404 000 736. There's every chance as well that might have been better than what we've provided to you this morning. Look, and I mean, I highly doubt it. It was Julie Andrews, but um, have a good go, guys. Well, I dare you to try and trump my quotes this week. I dare you. Hey, look, I have been, well, had something pushed down my throat. Excuse me? Well, I'm talking about a particular song. And I'm not real happy with it. Okay. It's something that's doing the rounds on social media at the moment. I have no idea who came up with the idea to make such an annoying thing and post it all over socials. However, they've done it. And there's one particular mutual friend of ours that thinks it's funny to keep posting it about every part of their life. What's that? Well, you have a listen and you be the judge. Is it really as okay. annoying as what I think it is? Remy, oh. the the ride of all my dreams. I pray. Like, what's the go with this? I know exactly who you're talking about. Why do they feel the need to constantly post it? Why are people encouraging people to post it? Well, what's so funny about that, though, is I haven't seen that anywhere else aside from this one friend's social media. Well, that's exactly what I'm... But she posts it so much that that's all we hear. Yes. (laughs) But it's gotten stuck in my head. And I don't like it. Because it's based on Ratatouille, as in the Disney movie. Yeah. I don't remember that song actually being in the movie. Did someone come up no. with it? No. So this is this is where it gets interesting, right? Good morning, Jocelyn, if you're listening. Well, you didn't have to give her away <laughs> like that. I, I was like to myself also, I have not heard that before in in the film. <laughs> but it turns out it actually is. Is it? And what's happened is some smart person has decided to speed it up. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is the other version of it. Let's just have a listen. See? Yeah. This is the original. (laughs) I was just waiting for the climax there and it hit it. Now do. <laughs> but for people who don't know what Ratatouille is, it's a very complex narrative about a French rat <laughs> that has a passion for cooking and sneaks his way into a restaurant. I think I've only seen it once. Where do they get these ideas from? I don't know. I know that um you've drawn a lot of inspiration from the food critic in that movie. No, I haven't. It's you on the um food delivery service when you review your burgers. Yeah. And I've also drawn a lot of inspiration lately from Bill and Ben, the flowerpot men. Oh, now that is a song that I would post on my socials. Yeah, I probably would too. Bill and Ben, the flower pot men. I was trying to think, though, the last time I heard something really high-pitched that was, you know, able to match 
that Remy the Ratatouille. But what's so funny now, and I think even our friend posted it on the socials, is now people just assume that's what she's posting. Every so time she posts. So even when your sound's not on, you just expect that to be in the background. And she's a serial social media poster too. Oh, she is one of the best but out there. There's nothing wrong with that, No. You. However, it gets a bit catchy, that song. <laughs> it's so... Yeah, after the first time I heard it, I was like, well, that's not annoying at all. It is really annoying. It's not. I just really, really enjoy it. You enjoy it? Yeah, it's a good time. Remy the Ratatouille, the rat of all my dreams. I'm sorry to say, Remy, you are not the rat of all my dreams. <laughs> However, when I heard that, it triggered me and made me remember this. Tiptoes oh, no. Sing it, Catherine. Sing it. I don't want to bring anger to this show, Bianco. Well, you do every week, so. But you have done something, actually, that's annoyed me. And I really didn't want it to get in the way of the whole show, so I thought I'd bring it towards the end because we need to address this because you, my friend, have stuffed up and you need to acknowledge and apologise for what you've done. Well, I stuff up on the daily, so you're going to have to specifically... Remind me what I've stuffed up in. Well, this one is particularly bad, and it involves a dream that I had where you... Oh, sorry. So, I've stuffed up your dreams. Yep, you stuffed up my dreams. I am Um, so sorry. I had a dream on Saturday night that something massive happened to this show that um, I was... Jack left. That that was pretty (gasps) massive. Okay, you'll be doing two apologies. Never been the same since. Anyway, I had a dream that I was on my phone and I got a notification on our Carl and Catherine Instagram, at Carl and Catherine, if you want to follow. Yep. And it said something massive. It (laughs) said, at Beyonce follows you. What? In the dream. Now, for people who aren't across it, which how dare you, offensive, Beyonce doesn't follow a single person. She's got like over 100 million followers on Instagram and she doesn't follow anybody. And for whatever reason, she decided to follow us. So on the Instagram page, it had Beyonce, however many followers, and then following one. And you clicked on it and it was us. Didn't she follow like a spam follower accidentally or something? Yeah, she did. And it ruined it. But anyway, she followed us. And obviously, that was a big moment for us. And then the next day, so I've been flexing and like celebrating the fact that Beyonce knows who we are. And it was so exciting. And then the next day, I've gone to check and it's back to zero. And so I message you guys and say, what's happened? And you, Bianco, said, guys, like to be fair, you did like acknowledge that you stuffed up. You said, I made a big error. I may or may not have slid into Beyonce's DMs and asked if her and Jay-Z wanted to go out and get some drinks. And I freaked her out and then she blocked us. So that was my fault. Absolutely. It was your fault. And, yeah, I woke up in, like, a sea of rage. And then I had to remember, hang on a second. There's no way Beyonce knows who we are, for starters. So, Bianco hasn't technically done anything wrong. But now that it's in the back of my mind, I'm worried that if we ever get any famous people following us, that you're going to slide into their DMs, and that's a problem. Can I just say on the record, I'm actually really proud of you for dreaming something like that. Because that I is know. exactly what I would do. Yeah, exactly. You know me too well. It's like through osmosis now. It's really weird. But yeah, you ruined my dreams, all my hopes and dreams of Beyonce and I being friends. So just have it in the back of your mind. So if she ever does follow us, please just do not DM her. Just leave Beyonce alone is what I'm saying. Yes. And I can understand why she would unfollow us though, because we didn't follow her advice. Like you 
something about this song? No. I had to do, back in my dancing days, this is just like changing the tune altogether. I had to do a performance at my old primary school and we did a tap routine to this and I had so much happening on that day, I forgot my tap shoes and the head dance director was there and so I had to do the whole routine in shoes pretending they were tap shoes. Sorry, I recorded myself last night knowing that you would actually bring up a dance story. <laughs> Coming from the man who did pet chat for 30 minutes. Hey, people find pets attractive. Dancing? I don't know. I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no. Beyonce did actually follow us and it was all real. Yeah, I just checked our unfollows and top of the list. Don't know how I'm going to recover from that. Rats. I made a Ratatouille. <laughs> Remy, are you out there? Can you give us a boost? How many times do we want to talk about Remy's on this show today? Oh, yeah. I just didn't realize the trend. There's always a trend on a radio show for those out there. Unintentionally, a lot of the time, particularly on our show. And today it was Remy. It was. Maybe it was Remy's birthday. Maybe it was the day that Remy came into this world. Maybe. I've, I have no idea. I can't remember when we got Remy. It was okay. So long ago. Hey, we banned the pet chat. Well, you brought him up again. Her, them. I was talking they. about Remy, the writer Tui, the oh. writer of all my dreams. Thank you. Well, I had the rabbit of all my dreams. Okay. Well, my sister thought oh. she did. Jack, Remy. make it stop. And unfortunately, Minty came along because Remy was. Anyway, we're not going to rediscover Remy. Where's again. that snoring sound effect? Oh, you're talking, you're talking about this one. Thank you. Oh, it took a turn. A bit like Remy. Oh, it's so fortunate. It sounds like Minty. Actually, you're not wrong. Minty did. <laughs> Minty did make a sound like that because I did say she was a vicious, vicious rabbit. <laughs> Minty used to make a noise like that when we go and change. <laughs> when we go. Okay, and... that's enough. She did. She made a noise like that when we'd go and change the area where they did their business, and she would bite. I am going to be so triggered. She'd bite and she'd make a vicious noise. If I see Minty's anywhere this week, I'm going to be so triggered. All right, bit let's like move that. on. Sure. Yeah. You don't want to hear more stories about my pets? No. I've aged about 15 years from this show. I don't know how we came up with the names, but we had budgies. And one of them was called Bluey. The other one was called Scotty. <laughs> All the animals on Bianco's property. And then we had a little fish and it was one of those fishes that could live anywhere. And my sister decided to call it Kevin. Okay, can we please get to what you were talking about? You had about? a poor fate in the end, Kevin. Yes, we can. It's Carl and Catherine <laughs> with you. We've just rediscovered our pet talk, which we we love doing on a Monday. And, well, the next thing I want to talk about today is, ironically, more about animals. I'm leaving. <laughs> Jack, No, this is, in. This is really important. There's a new species of crab... <laughs> <laughs> No! Yes, this needs to be public knowledge, Kapow. Bianco, the role of a hot vet on TV has been taken. Dr. Chris Brown's got it. He's not leaving. Are you saying to me that I could be a hot vet? No, absolutely not. But I'm saying you're really pitching it today. You've even got, like, the Bondi vet blue shirt going. Stop trying to make it happen. They're very happy with their decision with Chris. Okay, well, what I was going to say before you rudely interrupted me and I thought you were complimenting me, but it turns out you were insulting me. Surprise! <laughs> was 
<laughs> that I, there's a new species of crab out there that is migrating from Asia. It's never been seen on Australian shores. Okay. And they're saying that there's a high risk of it potentially being found on our shores this summer. So we need to be very cautious. A crabby crab. They are vicious. Vicious? Well, apparently, you know, we don't, yeah, we need to be very careful. I don't know why, I haven't worked out why, but I saw <laughs> something that said we need to be careful on our beaches this summer because there's a new species of crab that's migrating to Australia. Okay. Yep. So I just thought I'd let you know that. It is a, it's not like just a friendly kind of crab. It's a crab that you need to be careful. Wait, is it venomous? Well, or is it just its little pinchies? It can hurt you. It can hurt you. Like yeah, but any, how? That's what I'm asking. Like any crab. I believe it is called an Asian paddle crab. Paddle crab? Yep. Smaller than a blue swimmer crab, found in a number of colours, pale, olive green, brown and purple. We need to be careful of it because it could be out there on our shores. All right. Well, noted. And that's the end of any kind of pet talk we ever do on this radio show. Done. Close that chapter. Over. So I don't want to hear anything about Norman ever again. So a dad has decided to try and bond with his wife and daughter. Oh, is that Larry? No, it's not Larry. Okay. Um, If this happened to Larry, I would be dead. So pretty much what's happened is this guy saw that his wife and daughter were doing a charcoal face mask, which is something that you bring up from time to time. And you've used on Larry before. No. I've got a real thing against all these peel-off masks. So these are the ones that you put on and they go rock hard and then you peel them off your face. And it seems also you have a thing about using fake tan, but it tends to peel off. No, it doesn't peel off. Because you said to us... I'd have to be very scaly for it to peel off. (laughs) Well, it doesn't peel off. It just naturally falls off because... Anyway, you were talking to us during a song saying, guys, I tanned last night. Um, And Jack and I were looking at you saying, really? Oh, no. Someone asked me if I'd just come back from the Bahamas on the way in. Really? No. Did you enjoy a fajita? I wish. Anyway, so back to the story. So this dad said, you know what, guys? I'm going to get in on the face mask thing too. Chuck one on me. Let's see how this goes. And unfortunately for him, it didn't go too well, Bianco, because what happened was he was telling his daughter as she's helping him peel the mask off that it was really hurting. And he has then said, and she's like, no, you know, we deal with this all the time. Like, come on, you're being a wuss. You know what happened? What? Um, there was something really wrong and it was stuck on his face so hard that when she's peeled it off his face, she's waxed his whole eyebrow off. Right. So this dad has tried a beauty regime and he's now got one eyebrow. So you said it was a charcoal one, yeah? Charcoal, yeah. Charcoal. They're generally a darker colour. Like, is in like the yes. colour of yes. the it's stuff char- that the you apply to your charcoal. face. Charcoal is a darker colour. Yes. Unfortunately, this father didn't enjoy being rather unfortunate when you put charcoal on your face. And then it turns out that way. No, see, I was going to go more of the um, karate kid sort of route with the whole wax on, wax off sort of thing. So, yeah, this poor guy now has the decision now, to now. make. Okay. Does he get rid of the other eyebrow so he's even? You have to, don't you? Well, you would think so, yeah. I reckon. Because otherwise, and the thing is true, he has like darker hair, so it's not as if it's like that blonde where you can sort of get away with no eyebrows. There's nothing wrong with that. 
There's nothing wrong with it, but he wasn't particularly happy about it, obviously. Look, I know a lot of people that have no eyebrows, and the solution is they just paint some on. Yeah, but you need some sort of line to know where it's going. You know what I mean? Like, if you've got nothing, it's very hard to make it look realistic. You know a lot about that. We just heard the song Catalina. We did. From Shepard. I'm wondering what their inspiration is. Because there's a famous movie out there where they have the famous... Catalina wine mixer, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it actually is a thing. I Come can ask Siri if you like. Please, enlighten me with worried Siri. what she's going to say. Hey, Siri, is the Catalina wine mixer a real thing? Okay, I found this on the web for, is the Catalina wine mixer a real thing? Check it out. Check it out, I Check will. Check it out. It is. It is a real thing. Right. Amazing. So how many things that we see in movies are real when it comes to events, significant events that they show? We know, like, we've seen Bastille Day in movies before. That's a real thing. Thanksgiving. American movies always seem to promote Thanksgiving. Yeah. Can somebody explain that? Why don't we celebrate Thanksgiving? Because isn't that something to do with their Independence Day, Thanksgiving? Probably. Yeah. We didn't really have a Declaration of Independence like they did. I mean, we did, but it was called something else. I just love, um, every time I think of Thanksgiving, I think of um, that Friends episode with the holiday armadillo. Americanisms. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Why do we love so much from America? I think we should have just like a random day and we say it's Thanksgiving. I'm all for another public holiday. (laughs) Do you think they'd actually give us a public holiday? I reckon if we pitched it hard enough. Actually, you know what? I'm going to declare the 16th of November Australia's Thanksgiving Day. Because I don't know if you've been up with the times and the news, but we've actually signed a uh, really massive agreement with places all around the world, a free trading agreement. We're in the process of signing one. It's with China and a lot of other Asian countries. It's, you know, an interesting thing. So I think that today should be the day that we mark Thanksgiving. Look, I mean, I don't think today should be the day because you haven't been particularly nice to me today. And Thanksgiving is all about giving thanks to the people around you. I'm always nice to you. Meh. I gave you the privilege of being my co-host on radio all those years ago. Gosh, every day I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe it. I pinch myself, actually. Do you? Yeah. I'm really glad you do that. I cannot believe it. You should do that, too. Like, wow. Have you seen that TikTok and it's they show where you are in life now and then it's like your 13-year-old self and they go, wow, as in I've achieved stuff. That's I've actually me. imposed a ban on me using that social media. Oh, I love it. I spend way too much time on it. I don't like it. You don't like it. I never have liked it oh. and I never will like it. It's a waste of time in and my opinion. See, you're not being nice to that platform now either. But it's meant to be wrong. Thanksgiving today. I said in my opinion, I didn't say that you know everybody else should go out and dislike it. Oh, I love it. It's so good. I'm glad. Hey, what have you learned today? I've learned a lot of things. I've learned way too much about your pet history. Um, I've learned that you've essentially lived on a farm, apparently. No. With the amount of animals you've had. No, that's not true. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to rewind what you've just said and take that back. <laughs> Can you take that back, take please? Take that back. Take that back. <laughs> okay, Wally. Take that back. Take that back. No, it wasn't like that. It was very much like that. Okay, Jack, cut that. We need that in the system, please. Yeah, a lot of um, things in the system. I, yeah, I've learned a lot about your animals today. I've learned that you use any excuse to bring up any kind of cosmetic routine. 
Oh, yeah. Like applying charcoal onto This is a beauty space. show. Have we not made this clear? Unfortunately, that was not a beauty from you. Oh, that's harsh. But keep trying. Um, what else have I learned today? I have learned that you don't appreciate my fake tan skills, which I is particularly learned, harsh. I've learned that even if you apply fake tan, you don't really look like you have. Yeah, it's all natural, guys. All natural. Well, thank you for that. Thanks for sharing your all natural with us. We need to get out of here. We do need to get out of here. Colin Tyrus is up after the 9 o'clock news. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Yes, have a great week. We'll see you on Friday from 4 o'clock. Full of beautiful weather as well. Unfortunately, the day that we return on Friday, it's the coolest day of the week. But Why does the universe do this to us? I don't know, but we'll take the coolest day of the week. Because we are the coolest. Well, I might be. I don't You're know You're the about frostiest. You. I don't know that much. See you later, everyone. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.